Keeps me going all day. You guys are terrific. It's great. I love it. Sky Pilot. Today's hottest party station. Las Vegas. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Uh, my name is Richie, along with Marla. It's a Tuesday. Titillating to- Tuesday. A titillating Tuesday, headed toward the uh, great Memorial Day weekend. We have an author coming on in a few seconds. We're going to be talking about a brand new book. It's really interesting, so we're going to be talking about that. It's a little Fine. bit of ACDC. song give the dog a bone giving the dog a bone yeah give the dog a bone <laughs> I was, I was, I'm an ACDC freak so you know I like that how would you not know give the dog a bone anyway you we have, have me as your teleprompter I'm, I'm your hey, that's right you are my teleprompter <laughs> yes thank you Marla anyway we have uh, Michael Nichols on uh, Renegade Nation Michael a, Nichols hi Michael how are, you, how are you Michael I'm great that's good and uh, Michael is an author and um Every uh, couple of weeks, we have a really cool author. We just had Hedrick Every Smith on. Every couple of weeks. I think you're stretching. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. Thank you, Marla, for, <laughs> for helping me out there. Anyway, uh, so Mike wrote a book. And Mike, is it all right if I call you Mike? Yeah, yeah, I prefer Mike, actually. You, you prefer Mike? Okay, okay. Mr. Nichols. Okay, Mr. Nichols. <laughs> yeah, wise ass. <laughs> anyway, so Mike wrote a book, and the book is called Mike. It, the book is called Pandius. Vandius. Vandius. And I Van- gotta remember that. Vandius. 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 Write that down, Marla. Vandius. So if you're in the deep... I read the synopsis. If it sounds like a cool book. Yeah, cool book. If you're in the deep, uh, dark um, um, fantasy worlds, is that is that what I'm uh, uh, reading here, uh, Michael? Uh, Mike? Yes, it's a, it's a very dark-themed fantasy fiction book. Okay. It- so go ahead. You may continue. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? Yeah, it's very, it's very dark themed. It's um, almost kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons theme, but a little bit different. But it, it kind of, it kind of borderlines horror, also. But it's definitely fantasy fiction. So it's sci-fi, fantasy, horror, all mixed together. Scary. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> much a mix of basically my warped imagination all mixed into one with. So you imagined that this whole different world you didn't take from anything in real life? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Oh, I'm sorry, you're having trouble hearing me. No, I was just asking, did you create the whole character? Usually I read the books before we interview authors. Unfortunately, I did not get to read your book. So I was just asking, do you you come up with all of this in your head or do you get anything out of facts, facts? Yeah, I, I came up with all the characters out of, from scratch and the whole world from scratch. I, I didn't outline any of it. What happened was I, was I sat down at my computer one day and just started writing, and before I knew it, it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had three chapters written already. How great. See, I'm a writer, too, so I absolutely love writing. So, Michael, what inspired you to write this book about the uh, horror and the, and the dark world? Well, 
basically what happened was when, when I got out of the Army, I had absolutely no direction with my life. Mm -hmm. I was going to take my life in and basically all the time in the world. And I, like I said, I started writing one day and then I didn't really stop until the novel was finished. Yeah, good for you. Wow. What, 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 what separates your book from uh, the other fantasy fiction novels? And there's quite a, a few of them out there. What, what makes this stand out, this book? Well, the one thing that drives me crazy about a lot of fantasy fiction is I think it's a little too cookie cutter for my taste. You know, they're set. It's really easy to tell who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Mm. Good guy goes on a quest to save the world. And good guy wins. I personally think that's kind of boring, and my book is very antisocial. There are no clear-cut good guys. There are no clear-cut bad guys. The readers are going to have to decide for themselves so it's yeah, kind who of... the heroes are, who the villains are, if they ah. even choose to decide. So you can actually oh, make you, hold on, Marla. So you can actually make up in your own head who the hero is or who the villain is, who are the good guy and the bad guy is. It's up to you, the yeah. reader, to figure that the out. The reader can root for the character they oh, like. Absolutely, I I actually want the reader to decide for themselves instead of you know them having me choose it for them. So you can actually have bar fights, uh, people saying, no, the, the, this guy was the good guy, and the other guy says, no, this guy was a good guy. And they, <laughs> right, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't want there to be any clear-cut indication, good guy, bad guy, no, the reader... I want the reader to decide from Well, mo most of the fantasy fiction novels, that, that's what it is. You have the good guy conquering the, the bad guy, and the bad guy's trying to get back, but the good guy always wins. And in, in, in your case, you, you're making it like you decide, the reader, who is the good guy and who is the bad guy, and maybe the bad guy should win. So now, right. because right. I didn't get a chance to read much about your book, is this set, set in some sort of a fantasy world that you've developed? Or is it, it set is. in it a... is the fantasy world that I developed? Okay, great. I love this kind of books. You'll have what, to send me one. What kind of fantasy uh, world is it? Because I like fantasy myself. It's uh, it, it's a very dark, dark fantasy, kind of a little bit like uh, the Hyborian setting of Conan. Okay. With a little bit more Lord of the Rings ish. Oh, okay. So you're in a mythological world, and it's somewhere back in time. Right. Oh, yes. It's back okay. in time, like a basically a medieval setting. Oh, oh, like King Henry VIII, that type of stuff? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, oh, kind of okay. like that. Yeah, so uh, what is the most important part of the story for you, for the readers? What, 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 for it, me personally, it's the characters. And I'm sure every literature professor and writing expert, whatever, you know, whatever that means, you know, probably disagree with me. They go, you know, the whole plot line, the narration. No, I think that's all bullshit. Stories, in my opinion, revolve solely around characters. Especially when you have books where, like mine, where the name of the book is one of the main characters. Characters should, in my opinion, stand out the most. You know, without, without, without the characters, stories are pointless. Right. And so, to give the background of the character and everything. So who who are the main characters? Who are some of the main characters in the book? Before, besides right. Van... There's three characters I can say without, you know, giving any of the story away or ruining it. There's obviously Vandius. He's the crown prince of Vortheria. And then there's Adarat. She's the basically the queen of darkness. She's a vampire and pretty much the nastiest female 
you would ever want to meet in your life. I thought, I thought, you I, haven't I, met me yet. I thought, I thought I was the nastiest <laughs> female ever. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm sorry to steal that title away from you. <laughs> it's no problem. You're trying to take, you're I'm trying easy. To, you're trying to take your title away from your mom. I don't want to be the queen of darkness. Well, you like vampires. You like, I do. Uh, I, like, I love female vampires. I love vampires. all that kind I, of stuff. I, what was that show on HBO that was really uh, with the Oh, um, uh, True Blood. True Blood, yeah, okay. Is it close to like a True Blood type of... Uh, no, that's not it back in the med- medieval times. Oh, okay. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I answered your question for you, Mike. How about that? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, and uh, yeah, the last uh, character is Thaolac. He is another, you know, one of the nastiest people you'll ever meet in your life. He's actually, and this is one of the other things, to go back to the question, what sets the book apart from other fantasy fiction? He is actually a serial killer. Oh, you got a serial killer in the book. Oh, you put everything into this book. You got vampires, serial killers. Um, yeah, I, I kind of yeah, I, I took it into a whole direction of weirdness that. So now, yeah, he's a, he, uh, he's a serial killer, and. So does this book just end, or will the continue characters continue on in a series for you? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Oh, I was just asking if you were going to continue on with your characters in a, in a series, or if this is just one book that stands alone, one uh, story. Well, no, it's not a standalone. Uh, I plan on keep you uh, using some of these characters in future books. Oh, great! But it is kind of a standalone. But the characters will be in other books. So the characters that survive this novel, this fiction, <laughs> right. uh, will, will, will go on to the next uh, book. Yes, because of course there's going to be a lot of death and destruction and mayhem. Oh, absolutely! Well, the whole book is based around death, destruction, and mayhem. All right? There's a lot of people. Renegade Nation. If you really are into this type of thing, and I know a lot of you are, uh, you you need to go get this book and put yourself into a fantasy land of and death a dark and destruction, fantasy world. That's like with the bikers the other day in Waco, Michael. I was I wanted to see on TV all the death and destruction where they're actually <laughs> bleeding on the street, and and then I was going to go down there and steal their you fucking gotta, motorcycles. You got to huh? you got to read a dark a dark. Uh, work of fiction and then you won't be so upset about what's going on in the real world well maybe i do maybe i gotta put myself into a fantasy world because i get right. so upset about everything else okay so do you have any more uh, any more uh, novels coming on after this one are you going to continue on with the uh uh yes vandias yes well actually my new uh novel is being published as we speak it should be out in a couple weeks it's called trail of blood mm. and it's it's basically a continuance of the story Oh, okay. So down the road, maybe this could be made into uh, a movie series then. Because a lot of people like this uh, blood and gory and rape and, you know, nutty vampires and all this craziness. They love that stuff. Yeah, that that would be awesome if it did. How'd you get into this? How'd this all come about? Well, I've been a storyteller ever since I was a little kid. I was one of those weird kids that I've always been a loner. And you weirdo. as a little kid, I would be out in my parents' backyard playing, and I would be completely lost in my own head. Like, my parents' house could be on fire. There could have been, like, a complete riot in the neighborhood, and I would have been oblivious to all of it. Oh, so, yeah, you've always lived in your own fantasy world. I'm kind of the same way, actually, is your, being, is, a, yeah, being you, a creative writer. You are a creative writer and live in your own little world. <laughs> I, yeah. I, is, is your wife like you? No, no, my wife is actually complete polar opposite. She's, she's, so does she hate your book? <laughs> no, she still hasn't read it. She still hasn't read it yet. And oh, I doubt man. That she ever will. Oh, man. Uh, 
she's in the romance and all that garbage. Oh. Oh, the romance. She's one of the romance. We had uh, John, was it Quinlan on? The guy who's on the front of, uh, he's on the front of um, romance novels, you know, with his big muscles and uh, and his big neck. <laughs> just, right, yeah. I look at that garbage and I go, this is okay. So she's into the romance side of it and she's not into this side of it. How do you, how do you two get along with you're sitting there, you know, talking about vampires and, um, and serial rapist killers and all this nonsense and she, she's into the romance side of it. How, how does that all come together? You know, I ask myself that question every day. It's one of those things I just don't question. It's, I got lucky when I married her. Uh, and she realizes every day how much of a geek she actually married. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, she realizes how, yeah, how much of a geek I am. It, wow. So, um, <clears throat> well, where can, where can people buy the book? Yeah, at? that was my, Where's thank you, Mara. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Where can, where can, uh, Renegade Nation and buy also, the book? We need to spell uh, the you title. You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it on Barnes and Noble, any of the big name online real, uh, book realtors. Okay. Can you go ahead and spell the title of the book for people that are listening that want to go get it? Sorry, can you repeat that question? Yeah, she wants to know, can you spell the name of the book so uh, the listeners, oh. <laughs> even though it'll be on the website. Uh, well, he, just, to, just in case if they're listening and they sure, want to look it up. V-A-N-D-I-U-S. Yeah, okay. uh, Renegade Nation is V-A-N-D-I-U-S. You can get the book at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the book retailers. <clears throat> they all have the book. It'll be linked on Renegade. So if you're into fantasy, dark fantasy, and the bad guys win, and uh, vampires that, and, and all kinds of good vampire, creepy stuff, all the creepy stuff, as Marla really likes all the creepy stuff, the real down and dirty creepy stuff. This is the book for you. You definitely want to get this book. Vendius. Vendius is arriving <laughs> here. And uh, so, so are you going to have a couple more novels coming out after this? He one? just I, said I, he that's was. Right. That's right. And, and uh, are you allowed to say the name of that one, Marla? Don't give me that look. I don't give me that. Don't talk to me. Go ahead. Yeah, the the new one I'm, uh, it's almost out is uh, called Trail of Blood. Trail of Blood, that's it. Okay, so Renegade yeah, Nation, that'll be the second book coming out. Yeah, and I'm currently working on one now, but it, I won't be done for a while. So you do this, so you do this for a living, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I do it because, like I said, I, I'm retired from the army. And I thank you for your service. And thank you for your service, oh, there, Michael. Thanks, I, thanks, I really appreciate that, but. uh yeah, I decided I didn't want to work in one of the local mills up here. Ah, gee, why not? So <laughs> exciting. Yeah, I that, you know, for 11 years of my life, I'm not going to spend it working in a mill. I don't blame you. And then, I, like I said, I started writing one night because I had no clue what I was going to do. And before I knew it, three chapters were done. That's really cool. I, Good for you. Stop writing. Good for you. That's oh, good writers, uh, good writers, and, and you know it's and, and and you're right, Michael. You hear that you see the same stories over and over in Hollywood. The good guys win, and you know all that, all the blood and guts. And I always wanted to see the bad guys win, not the good guys, and have the bad guys come in and just beat everybody up and take over. And oh, then this book is definitely for you. Yeah, but they never do that in Hollywood. And <laughs> Renegade Nation, you always see the same thing over and over. That's why you got. That's why you got to watch IFC or Sundance. Yeah, right. Exactly. Independent films. Yeah, yeah, right. Independent films because the the Hollywood mainstream, which I hate anyway, they 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 always come out with the good guy and the it's good like guys. It's always the same plot dressed up with different people in a different era. And then I always find out that the good guy's gay. <laughs> he's out there gay and I'm going oh I want the good guy I don't want the good guy I want the bad guy so Renegade Nation if you like to see the bad people win and the bad people overcome the good people which are basically the bad people to begin with 
then this is the book for you. You need to go get the book, and we're going to have it on the site, and we'll have the links over to Amazon and all that, so uh, it'll be on uh, so Podomatic. So you can go and take a look. Yeah, it'll be on Podomatic and, uh, and Renegade. And Michael, thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it. By the way, we'll send you the player. Do you have a website, too? Uh, no, I don't have a website yet. Okay. Well, I'm going to send you the player so you can actually put this part of the show up. And, and you, you know, once you have the uh, You get website. on your Facebook page or on YouTube, whatever it is that you yeah, do, do you have a, you get, social yeah, media. Yeah. Do you have a Facebook page? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, we, uh, you can put it on the Facebook page. You can do that. So people can hear, hear the interview and what, what the Aww. book is all about. So we really yeah. appreciate that. And we uh, thank well, you thanks, for coming Mike. on. And Mike, thank good, you for having me. And good luck. You're welcome. Thank you for having us on with, with you. And we appreciate it. And Renegade Nation, go out and get this book. Then and have a dark time. And a dark time. <laughs> as you party your ass off and go into a world that you wish you were in or maybe not. But anyway, you would have a good time reading it. Enjoy. Michael, thank you so much for being on Renegade Nation. Renegade Talk. We'll be right back after these words. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are terrific. It's great. I love it. Sky Pilot. Today's hottest party station. Las Vegas. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Hi, Marla. Hi, Richie. And we got Marky Mark on from Huntington Beach, California. Hi, Marky. Hi, Marky. Howdy, folks. Howdy. A little bit of Nancy Sinatra. You keep saying you've got something for me. Something you call love, but confess. Nobody ever plays this anymore. I love this, this song. This is a fucking you've cool song. Well, it's in a lot of movies. Tommy, so, I mean, stop whistling, you moron. <laughs> Wait, you want me to stop whistling? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like the way my lips look when I whistle. They, they fuck her up so nice. Ew. You're a sick fucker. That's why you got me on the show. That's, That's absolutely right. Only certain people come can come on this show. That's for sure. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We're, hey, Mark, you know what we're going to be doing soon? We're gonna what are we going to be doing we're soon? We're going to be doing transcribing. We're going to actually transcribe the what show. What does that mean exactly since we're already speaking? We're gonna, well, it's going to transcribe into letters and sentences. What will we do with all? Are we just going to keep files and I files gotta and files? I got to learn my alphabet. No, it'll be on the it'll, it'll be on the internet. On the internet? I don't understand. Yeah, CB Witherspoon, the third, you know, our new general rear manager, rear admiral. Don't yeah, forget um, admiral. The rear admiral. My new boss wants us to transcribe the show, so I have to do what I'm told now. Believe it out or not, somebody's telling me what believe to do. Believe it that or not, believe, believe it. Marla's been believe doing it that. that for years. Guys. I know she's been doing a good job of it, but you know, why don't we just get married, Marla? Why don't we just hook up? I mean, you know, I don't know. We're not even engaged yet. Thing? Yeah, well, I I need more. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, uh, what really, would you do? What would you do with that? I mean, you know, it's... Uh, beat off a lot more. Anyway. Um, I've always wanted to do this, Renegade Nation, and oh now God, th- and now this can be done. I want to uh, talk to my deceased loved ones. Oh, I do that all the time. And I want to go to a graveyard. I don't do that. And I want to actually um, 
be able to talk to them and find out where I'm headed when I when I go down to when I hit the stop. Well, sign. Everybody wants to know that. Well, yeah, but the problem is, Richie. Yeah, well, what's that, Mark? You need you need loved ones first. I don't have. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have. Any I don't have any. Ones, that's right. So oh my god. Oh well, let's see that. Zero. Good yeah. one, Mark. <laughs> says, uh, yeah, yeah, Mark. I don't have any loved ones, so if anybody out there wants to be in love with me, please contact me, and then maybe I'll when I do. Oh, well, Richie, no, that means you want to kill us. Uh, well, yeah, the story's about... So he has someone to talk to we, that's why dead. Why start with acquaintances? I think you can get away with acquaintances. <laughs> I don't have any of them either. <laughs> that's the reason they died. They don't want to be around me. How about that girl down at the supermarket he always talk about? Which one's that? I don't know. You got a million of them. This one, I, this you got I girl, to, I you, got, to, you have girlfriends what? wherever you go. I talk Exactly. You got a lot of acquaintances. I you does. got the loved ones. Yeah. St- <laughs> but I don't, re- I don't remember them when, when I walk out of the store, I forget about but them. But you remember them when you go back again. Well, if they're there. Because you flirt so well, you can they get more I know, one per- I know one person that's loved Richie that's dead. Who's His great grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Great grandmothers love them no matter what because they're That's half right. blind. They don't hear you. They, so <laughs> I know you're loved by her, Richie. Yeah, my great grandmother never met me, so she probably would love me. Anyway, there you go. If you want, I see her standing okay, over your shoulder right now. Uh, yeah, she's right there. And if you want to talk with your deceased loved ones using a new virtual reality software, it could be happening in the future at Renegade Nation. Hmm. You'll be able to communicate with your dead, the dead family members. We'll have to ask Zach Bagans. My here thing in is, Las I don't want to. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how so is why it? Are we even talking about this? Don't you want to know how it what? is in heaven? I just want to do a public service announcement that you. You'll be able to talk to your dead relatives. Oh, okay. That's all, oh, Mark. Thank you. Okay. And there's an oh, there's another great story here, and I just missed it. God damn it! I always do this. Get your shit together. It probably died on you. Okay, smoking <laughs> marijuana causes early pu- puberty, stunts growth of your penis. I'm sorry, stunts growth. Um, remember I told you that years ago I read that uh, teenage boys should not smoke pot because a part of their brain doesn't develop. Like they should, if they're going to smoke it, they should wait till after they're 18 and they're fully developed and grown. I, you know, I didn't start smoking uh, marijuana until I was 19. And okay, I was, so you I was 19 up. too, Richie. You yeah. weren't, you didn't smoke pot till the tsunami was coming in Maui. Yeah, but Mark, I was, <laughs> Mark, I was in North Vietnam in a, in a combat zone smoking it. That's where I was. No, I was on, I was on my surfboard getting some waves. Well, I, I, I know the one. Oh my God, you ever surfed? I found that hard yeah. to move. I feel sorry for the surfboard. So why don't you longboard now? Oh, you're afraid of the water. That's right. Yeah, there's sharks out there. <laughs> anyway, so smoking marijuana causes early puberty and stunts growth, and that's and boys are now becoming four inches shorter if they start smoking pot when they're when they're. Okay, early. so every time I see a shark, I'll be like, "You smoked pot when you were a teenager." I wonder what happens you? with their penises. Well, see, that's why I was honest with you and Marla that I only had two inches. I told you that four inch rule. You can't even. You're water. so fucking fat, Mark. You, you can't poor see your own penis. Man. There's well, you know what? At I, least I don't get depressed when I look down. You can't, I can't see, see it. nothing. <laughs> marijuana use uh, marijuana use may provoke a stress response that st- stimulates onset of puberty, but suppresses the growth rate. That they're doing all the study in Pakistan of all places. Pakistan. Well, yeah, levels of uh, puberty-related hormones such as testosterone and uh, loosening hormone were increased in the cannabis smokers. Well, I don't know. I, I guess I have a lot of that. I smoke all the time. No, but you didn't smoke it as a no, teenager. Just, no, no. You're Mark, a grown-up. You can get high and drunk. I'm a grown-up. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a grown-up. You, you can get as drunk and high as you like. Look at the way you treat me. I'm a grown-up. What they do you are. mean I'm a grown-up? You're an adult. I'm a, I'm a mature person. Adult. 
Don't yeah, don't say you're too mature. You Wishful know what that means. Thinking. If you're too mature, you're going to get start getting senior moments. Okay, when you go to a Costco <laughs> Renegade Nation, watch out for the naked machete wielding man threatening customers in Costco. <laughs> hey, he's an ex butcher. Oh, he's an ex-butcher? Really? Yeah, he's an, he got fired. See, he's an ex-butcher. He's so a he frustrated got, butcher. So he got naked and went out in front of a Costco and started, like, slicing people? Or what's the deal here? A naked machete-wielding man was charged after he allegedly <laughs> threatened bystanders. How can you allegedly, when you see the person with the machete walking, there naked. The sto- naked, walking through the store swinging the machete, how can that be alleged? I'm confused. Because there are twins out there, Richie. The man was waving the 20-inch machete at people in the parking lot at the Costco. And you said he was naked. He eventually tried to get out through a small truck window. <laughs> the police subdued him. <laughs> they found Coke in his cab. Coke in his cab. And up he initially, his he, when he was in his truck, he said he uh, which contained clothing in a microwave oven. <laughs> That's so he could dry the clothes, Rich. What uh, but, state was this in? Uh, New York. Oh, that's Florida? Not Florida. A New York wow. butcher. Uh, maybe the Floridians are hitting up north. I don't understand. The guy was only on cocaine and he had to get naked. He got fired, apparently, oh, as a butcher okay. or something. But I, why do you have to get I, I, naked? Well, because he's sick, Mark. There's issues. He you has think? issues. Yeah. A machete wielding. Uh, what? A machete wielding naked man in the Costco parking lot pissed off the people. He was also just fired. I guess so. That's what Mark said. Yep. A disgruntled butcher. Hey, do you think he used that machete when he was a butcher? Oh, yeah. They always <laughs> use big knives. <laughs> um, What's the guy doing with him? I got sh- I got chased by a guy with a machete once in, down in Mexico. Hey, listen to how bad this is. Renegade Nation in cons. You know they have that uh, movie. Yes, con. Thing con. Is that what it's can. called? I always say it's actually called can. Well, C A N N E S. They call it cons. I always say cans. Cans. You like get a nice set of cans there, honey. There's an uproar. Listen to how. Listen to this bullshit, Renegade Nation. There's a. They're pissed off. These people are pissed off after a woman was thrown off the red carpet for not wearing heels. Heels. What? Girls take off. What is going on with the society? What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a dressy affair. Marla, doesn't that... Marlo, doesn't that sound a little sexist? It's a dressy affair. You, it's, it's very sexist. <laughs> well, maybe none of the men try taking off their shoes, but you know when men take off their shoes, P.U. Well, ABC News has a big uh, problem. Now it's $105 million. This is getting worse, What's Renegade Nation. $105 million? Um, <clears throat> The money that uh, was being put into the Clinton Cash uh, Foundation for the hillbillies. The hillbilly fucking Clinton. Hillbilly Clinton. Yeah, the protected, connected liberal media elite. Yeah, protected, is, connected can, media elite. Yeah, you got it right, Marla. What is this thing in my? What? What? You know, I uh, I try to figure all this out, and I can't figure it out anymore. It always when you go when you go to these websites, they always have Pop-ups? all these ads and all this nonsense that pops up. And I now, okay, now here it is. So this moron Stephanopoulos. Um, Oh, yeah, Stepanopoulos. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Stepanopoulos. This is really a mess. God, Mark, there, there's Mark, Stepa, Mark, <laughs> Mark Levin was actually imitating him on the radio yesterday. Yeah, he's he's got that name like Barney Franca, you know, where he just kind of... Uh-huh. 
You know, Nobody was like imitating the way the guy you, talks. It was hilarious. You, you know who busted uh, Stephanopoulos on the 75,000 and went, went to the Clinton Foundation without disclosure? The Washington Free Beacon. Finally, these alternative newspapers are coming up with the investigative reporters to find out what the Shocking. fuck is really going on. It's amazing. Thank you, Washington Free Beacon, for doing that. Washington Hallelujah. Free Beacon. I salute you, Washington. I salute you, Washington Free Beacon. I salute you. you. Thank you for finding this out. Of all the bullshit with these libtards up in New York. It's a mess, man. Wow. Terrible. If I was Steffi, I would just take a vacation. Um, it's the they're protected and they're connected. The liberal media elite and they're not going to tell you the truth, Renegade. Protected and connected. We've been talking about this shit for so long, and we've been called every fucking them in the book. And the bottom line is, there it is, right in front of your face. Wake up. Hello, hi, Mark. Marla, what's wrong? I'm waking up. Are you waking up because I scream like that? I was reading the I'm headlines today. I'm still drinking today. coffee. So, so, I know you are. I'm like, a, I'm like a, a walking nightmare right now. Um, here you go. California flight instructor steals plane, disappears into the night over the Pacific Ocean. It fucking crashed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Disappears into the night sky. No, it was a UFO because I saw it. Uh, uh, L. Ron Hubbard picked me up last night and I was flying over the Pacific Ocean. I saw this idiot flying this little twin Cessna plane. L. Ron Hubbard has yeah. nowhere to land to pick you up. You know, it, sucked, it's, uh, it sucked up the plane. No, oh, no, it's no. like I was beam- making a joke and you got serious. Fuck you, Marlon. Well, it's kind of like beam me up. Now be nice. Facing a. He's, he's, he's grumpy grumpins. I'm not. Listen to this shit. Renegade Nation facing a $1 billion deficit. Arizona sharply limits welfare. <laughs> really? Someone's going to limit welfare? They're going to limit welfare. They're running. Well, there's no jobs. What of do you course expect? There's, there's no jobs. There's no fucking jobs. And a fucking dickhead in Washington says everything's just going just fine. Mark, you're so quiet. Why do I have to do all the talking? Well, I'm just wondering with uh, the hope and change that Mara and I and you were talking about yesterday is still on his agenda that we will have hope. Oh, we've, we got, have we've, we've got change. Mark and Renegade Nation, you got change. Just not the change you hoped for. That's exactly well, right. Apparently, Thank you, with with the welfare system, it'll just be pocket change now. It always has so been. They're cutting back on the on the money in Arizona. This is how bad it is, Renegade Nation. If you live in Arizona, facing a one billion dollar budget deficit, Arizona's Republican led legislature has reduced the lifetime limit for welfare. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lifetime limit for welfare recipients. To lifetime, the, lifetime limit. limit? There's a. Huh? Yeah, the word is there, life. Uh, Low-income families on welfare will now have their benefits cut off after just 12 months. Before, it just went on and on and on. Which it shouldn't have in the first place. Uh, well, it was supposed w- to be a temporary fix until you yes. get back on your feet. Yeah. As a result, the uh, Arizona Department of Economic Security will drop at least 1,600 families, including more than 2,700 children. They'll probably all be white. From the state's federally funded welfare program. It's all a lot of Mexicans in there, a lot of illegals. Well, I know that. That's why I was wow. making a joke saying they'll probably all be white. Oh, oh is that because what the joke Because it's so was? illegal. It's so easy for the illegals to get this is going to be a trend, guys. You watch. It's going to happen with other states it's as gonna, well. Yeah, it is. It's well, going to happen. You know what? It's about friggin' time. The People cu- need to quit living on welfare. The cuts of at least $4 million reflect a prevailing mood among the lawmakers in, the, in control in Arizona that welfare, Medicaid, and other public assistance programs are crutches that keep the poor from getting back on their feet and achieving their potential, which we That's just said. Right. Thank you, Marla. You're welcome. 
And we've but been saying this be for fucking years. If you stop the money pouring in, then they're going to have to go get a job just like everybody else does. Yeah. Well, you know, I think what we need to do, Marlon Rich. Yeah, what? What, Mark? Well, since everybody's leaving Mexico to come over here to work, there's got to be uh, some positions open in Mexico. Yeah, you just reverse <laughs> it there, right. We go over there and work. It's cheaper to live over there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know there what the, I don't know so what the dollars are. We just need to start work. walking across the border and saying, hey, give me a job. Uh, most states impose, this is what you get when you're in welfare running a nation. They impose a five-year limit. 13 states limited to two years or less. And Texas has a tiered time limit that can be as little as 12 months, but allows children to continue to receive funding even after the parents have been cut off. Oh, that's another incentive for the parents to keep popping out children. Well, I would move to a state. I would move out of Arizona and go to the state with a five-year limit so I could get more. Exactly. That's what I thought. There you thinking, Richie. Yeah. That was the first that's thing why I thought why. That's why I'm a talk show host, Mark. <laughs> you know, you know, that's why I'm a talk show host, Mark. Fucking idiots. You, you were brilliant. You, uh, you know, yeah. When my benefits are cut off, I just moved to a different state. That's, that's right. It. That's why I moved from Hawaii. When I got cut off, I moved over here. I, mean, I get right. more benefits. I'm applying for my food stamps over my... Yes, Marla, what's wrong? Nothing. Am I boring you? A little. What? Well then, <laughs> well, then get the fuck out of here if I'm boring you. I, I think need you need to get naked to do the show like you promised the uh, oh, audience. That's right. I don't want to see her naked, believe and me. And then hang out with a machete here. <laughs> I'm going to get a machete and go to Costco and run, run around the parking lot. <laughs> I think you should. I'll take a video. Oh, Mother Teresa's going to be canonized to Saint in 2016. Oh. About fucking time. It's about time. About fucking yeah, time. it's about time. I wonder what took him so long to figure that out. They were trying to find the body. Yeah. <laughs> trying to find the body. Yeah, you know, I was resurrected to the heavens. They couldn't find the body. Okay, if you're a renegade nation, if you know anybody that's unemployed or looking for a job or is an ex that's, expert. That's us. And, yeah, that's an, us. And an expert in the, with uh, swords and machetes, Saudi advertise, uh, is advertising for so swordsmen. As Saudi. Uh, Saudi. Yeah, Saudi. As execution rate soars. So they're executing more people. Oh, I could so, go get a job as an executioner. We need to go. Yeah. We, excellent. Excellent. You will do that. Now, we have to go to that guy in the Costco and we wave the machete and say, hey, <laughs> dude. I borrow your machete, dude? Take your, you take your truck and your microwave over to Saudi Arabia and you can be an executioner. <laughs> I'm trying to help you people, Mark. Don't laugh at me. I'm, I'm trying sorry. to help. Don't you I'm, fucking I'm, laugh at me when I'm serious about things. I know. I wasn't taking you serious. You I weren't. I'm, I am not happy about this. The way you laugh at me and you think it's a joke. I am trying to help people. And this person running around with a machete could get a job in Saudi Arabia as an executioner. And I think <laughs> I think that would we be... Don't, we don't do the guillotine anymore here. Sorry. Just don't it's make fun of me anymore. You hurt my feelings. They do in the Middle yeah, East. Yeah, it's all about drugs. Oh, KFC is bringing back the Colonel Sanders in a new act. He came back from the Colonel dead. Colonel Sanders is back from the dead. <laughs> all hail the you Colonel. Know, he, he looks like a slave owner to me. <laughs> Mark. Oh, my God. I swear there he does. He looks like a plantation slave owner. There goes, our, <laughs> there goes our audience. It's always about fried chicken. I like Popeye. And when they bring Popeye back to spell, uh, no, sell spinach. No, he likes spinach. Popeye's the chicken place, I think is what he means. Are you talking about Popeye's the Mark chicken place? Mark loves food. Yes. Or are you talking about Popeye the spinach man? 
the spinach what? man. It's Popeye God, the Marla, Sailor I Man. I know it's Popeye the Sailor Man. Jesus. Not Popeye the spinach man. I did that <laughs> to see how fast you two were, and apparently you're very yeah, quick. Sure. Turkish police have arrested dozens of people on suspicion of pimping and prostitution after raiding swinger clubs in several cities. This is in Turkey, Renegade Nation. This is important fucking news. Turkey sounds like a real swinging place. Yeah, the uh, uh, Turkish police. That's right. And also, the police raided 25 apartments in five provinces across the south and southeast after receiving reports that patrons of swinger clubs were bringing prostitutes to the sex parties. Why would well, that matter? Duh. This is important news, uh, Renegade Nation. No, I mean, Nation. why can't you bring a prostitute to the swinger party? What's wrong with that? That's what I would do. You have more fun. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Plus, the girl makes a lot of money, and then yeah. you get your piece of yeah, the action. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay. If we would legalize prostitution in this country, our GDP would go up. Well, we're talking about Turkey right now. No, we're you talking turkey. about, yeah, well, legalizing. <laughs> there, prostitution is legal here it's in Nevada. It's legal in Nevada. It's in uh, Pahrump. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pahrump, where you do the bump. No, it's in Pahrump. It's still, Pahrump is still in Nevada. Pahrump's only 60 miles from here, uh, Mark. So I, I know, get, but you said Nevada, and it's not all of Nevada. Well, it's one see, well okay, okay, part oh, of okay. Nevada, I made whereas mis- in California, it's completely illegal. I made a mistake, Mark. I'm sorry, Renegade Nation. A pahrump, which is I know the, the theme song. I go to pahrump, and I do the bump. We do the bump at pahrump. Oh, you probably have done the hey, bump Hey, Mark, have, have you been in the pahrump to have, visit a prostitute? Yes, I, I have been to Pahrump. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to go there. I want to see the. I'm going to go into the, the to the. Pro- you want to see the Pahrump? Uh, I'm going to go into the House of Prostitution and see what they look like. I think you should. <laughs> you could do a little investigative well, journalism know, for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> investigative journalism. <laughs> By the way, Renegade Nation, prostitution is not legal in Las Vegas. So if you think it is, it is not. And the only place in Nevada oh, is Pahrump. Please, what, I'm doing my. What public- happens in Vegas stays, stays in, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, I know. Well, what happens with us stays with us. <laughs> no, nothing else. No, nothing else happens. Anyway, I want uh, videotaped. A videotape? He said not yeah, when it's videotaped. Yeah, remember when the prince came in and he was doing a couple of wacky tactics? Oh, that's right. Uh huh. I forgot yeah, I about that. Hey, Mark. Uh, before we go, are you going to watch David Letterman's uh, final farewell tomorrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Me either. No. I am. I like uh, well, this. that's fine. I like. I, I watched Johnny Carson leave. I watched Jay Leno leave. Now I'm going to watch. Um, uh, yeah. Letterman. What the hell? They were. Quality individuals. Tom Hanks is going to be on. Is he going to be on the the last show? Um, they said it was, they said it was right? going to be uh, Regis Philbin. Yeah, Regis and, Philbin. Uh, oh, Bob Dylan, and they said they're going to need a translator. Yeah, for Bob Dylan. Yeah. We should do the ten reasons why Letterman should have left ten years ago. <laughs> there you go, Mark. That's a good one. He should have left 10 years ago. You know Can what? Can you write that up Well, when we get go off air? He, yeah, Mark, you, you're right. tomorrow's show. Mark, you, you're right. He should have left 10 years ago. He lost it 10 years ago. I mean, he's not funny. And that lizard tongue. It's, oh, it's, that uh, lizard tongue. The tongue oh, goes God. in and out. It's a, it drives me insane. Creepy. Creepy. <laughs> I've been saying that That's why time. I don't watch the show. I don't watch it either. Oh, God. I, I watch. I, I, I watch Kimmel. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel? 
Yeah, Kimball's good. Mm-hmm. I remember he's when, funny. I remember when Kimball was in Arizona radio. He was just shocking. Then he ended up met you. Then he ended up in LA radio, and then uh, but he's a very talented guy, Kimball. Kimball's funny. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's why a lot of people watch him, Mario. I mean, I could have been. That's why I watch him. I'm hoping one of the networks come to me and say, "Would you like to be a talk show host on late night TV?" No, they're not going to take you. They're not going to take me. Just don't even hope. Why? Well, I always get your little heart crushed. I always hold out hope, Marla. (laughs) I am one of those type of people. Yeah, I'm sorry, Marla. He's already under contract. No one can touch him. That's right. I'm under contract. Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. I make a lot of money, but I would never leave. (laughs) What is wrong with this fucking? It must be all that water you got yesterday kind of screwed up everything. Yeah, I'm a little waterlogged. That's my problem. Yeah, you're, yeah, I'll exactly. Use, I'll use that as an excuse. <laughs> we're going we're we're to take a break, Mark. We're, in fact, we're not going to take a break. We're going to go. Um, I thought it was time to go. Yeah, it's time to go. We're going to go? Why are we going to go? Because I said so. That's well, I'm why. going to Turkey. We're going to Turkey. We're going to go somewhere. We're going to start a swingers club in Turkey. Yeah. Anyway, we're out of here. Renegade Bye-bye. Nation. And Renegade Nation, have a great day. Marky Mark, thanks. Marla, have a great day. And you too. And we're out of here. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.